Welcome to Everyday Strong. This is your host, C.B. Baker. Um, got uh, Dr. Daniels here. and I'm, I'm laughing because we just had a really good um, uh, uh, conversation about the movie The Exorcist. And if you have been looking at our um, podcast, you will maybe see a poster hanging on my wall of The Exorcist. And, and I said, we ought to have a real fun episode and talk about, which is going to be ironic, a fun episode talking about the devil. But... I wanted to ask, um, who is the devil to the pastor? And and are demons real? And the flip side of the coin, are angels real? Is there's this whole, is there a whole supernatural thing going on around us to help protect us from evil things that's happening? So welcome to the show, Dr. Daniels. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be here. And uh, I, I agree with you. It is kind of ironic that you would say it's a fun topic that we're talking about. <laughs> Uh, about uh, Satan or, or the devil, Lucifer, um, wh- whichever name you know, we want to ascribe to him, and 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 his helpers, and and the short answer, and we can certainly get in more detail, is that yes, um, Lucifer is a real entity, and and yes, uh, those in. And those things that we call demons are, are real, and and yes, uh, angelic forces are, are actually real. the The thing is that the way we perceive of them is not based on reality. It's not right. based on you know the Bible, um, but but the fact that they exist is is corroborated by by the Bible. So the questions I have for you, Pastor, is I know there's a lot of different stories of who the devil actually is mm-hmm. and how he became the devil. So mm-hmm. can you give us a, a brief synopsis of who the devil is and how it, how it came about? Actually, yeah, sure. Uh, I, I guess, see, when we when we look at the devil, we kind of look at the devil as something, you know, an entity that has, you know, the horns, the long tail and this right. kind of thing that lives in hell and keeping the fires of hell hot. You know, right. that, 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 that's, that's, that, that's okay if you're watching a movie, right. uh, but that, that has nothing to do with the, the basic uh, reality uh, of, of what things are. Uh, what you have is this, is that within any organization, there's a hierarchy, and, that, and the same is true with um, the Creator, uh, Heavenly Father. And there's a hierarchy, and in the hierarchy, there, are, uh, there were various archangels that had various responsibilities as far as what their duties were. Now, uh, Lucifer uh, just so happened to be um, one of the um, uh, angels that had um, great authority in heaven. Uh, and in fact, he had such great authority and, 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 and most, most uh, scholars in scripture agree that Lucifer was not an ugly angel, you know, did not have the horns, this kind of thing. But he had such authority that his, 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 his presumption was that, like many subordinates are, that you know more than your boss and, right. and, and that you don't need your boss because you run everything. Right. And so Lucifer's concept was that he could, that, that they did not need God and that he actually could, was in, could, be, could control things. He was such a, a uh, charismatic angel that he convinced uh, approximately one-third of the other angels to, to follow him in 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 trying to uh, overthrow I guess is the best term you can use to, to overthrow um, God's uh, gov- gov- governing uh, um, faction and so 
um, there it was a great war that that went on between you know him and and of course um, the forces that that God amassed uh, the archangel uh, Michael uh, is the one that the scripture says was in charge of the army that fought against Lucifer and Lucifer of course lost and so when he lost he was uh, cast out of what we would call heaven right. and and so um, not only him but all those angels that supported him in battle. And, and so those that support him in battle are the ones that we call demons, gotcha. uh, but they actually are fallen angels. And so just like Lucifer doesn't look like he's depicted in movies, right. uh, the demons or the fallen angels don't look like uh, right. what, what we see depicted in, in, right. in, 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 in the movies. And in fact, it really doesn't make sense you think about it logically, that that the devil, as we call him, but Lucifer is is how 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 how, how um, the name would more properly be looked at. That that he would be someone that would be um, difficult to look at and real scary, right? Because how in the world could he then convince you to to join up with him if you were afraid of him, right? And 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 that's not how he operates. He uses subtle tactics. He, he uses his charm to convince us that we should be on his side as opposed to our Heavenly Father's side. So now that actually kind of makes things uh, and from logically to me mm-hmm. actually more scary because now if the devil was to walk up to me, he's not going to have this sinister look on his face. He's going to be actually very charming, you know, very enticing, enticing me to do things mm-hmm. that may be completely out of my path to what God had for me. Absolutely. And then when, and when you think about what causes good folk to go bad, think about it. It's because they have been charmed into doing it, not mm-hmm. because someone, you know, uh, scared them into doing it. Right. You know, for example, let, let's say there's a person who's a pastor of a church and, and there's this very nice looking woman that's on the choir uh, and he commits, you know, a sinful act. Right. Now, he didn't commit the sinful act because he was scared into doing it. Right. That's he right. He committed the sinful act because he was charmed into doing it. And certainly that su- suggests that Satan uses those kind of charming approaches on us. And in fact, the Bible says that as we get to the end of time, had those days not been shortened, that even the very elect would have been fooled by Satan. And, and you know, and, 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 and what the Bible is speaking of is that the Antichrist. Well, in order for the Antichrist to fool me, he must come to me in a way that makes me think he is Christ. So that means his approach to me uh, must make me think that he himself is on God's side. Right. So let's let's is the demons this operating the same way? Uh, yeah. I mean, why we think that that fallen angels for some reason would look different than angels who were not fallen uh, is beyond uh, rational thinking. Um, because if all of them were created by God, and this is what we know they were, uh, if uh, all things are created by God, are we saying that the ugliest third are the ones that followed <laughs> Satan? Right, right. You know, uh, so was that was that was that how he chose his army to say, "Listen, if you're ugly, get on my side. Right. If you look good, you're on God's side." No, no, that doesn't even make sense. And so, um, the physical, um, uh, the, the physical 
look of the angel uh, certainly would be no different than the other angels as far as whether or not we view them attractive or not. And 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 in fact, uh, when the Bible um, talks about angelic forces, uh, those angels appeared um, as as men, in fact. And so you you didn't see the angels and think to yourself, this is an angel just by the appearance of the angel. In right. fact, the Bible says that we should be careful when we entertain strangers, because without knowing, many of us have entertained angels. And so from that same standpoint would suggest to us, if if I can be talking to a person and it be an angel, I could be talking to a person and it be a fallen angel as well. Right. So now with that being said, are the angels and the demons here on earth with us right now? Or Uh, do they go back and forth? Uh, absolutely, um, the demons are, are here on earth right now, and absolutely angels are here on earth right now. Again, that's what the Bible teaches us, right? Right. Be careful how you entertain strangers. In other words, always be kind to them, because uh, without knowing it, you might be entertaining an angel. Uh, now, is, is that to say that the angels are with us 99.9% of the time or 100% of the time, and then they never report back to God? Well, the Scripture says to us that angels do report to God. I mean, that's what the scriptures teach us, that there is uh, a a board meeting, so to speak. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm using human terms, but, right, right. but there are board meetings, so to speak, where people do have to give a, where the angels do have to give account of what they have done. Uh, and, and so uh, there is communication. Now, the scripture does not tell us directly how that communication takes place. Um, so th- there's nothing that says whether it takes place via just the fact that, you know, God is om- uh, uh, um, omniscient and so he knows what's going on or if there's some telepathic thing or do they, they go do they go to a boardroom that, you know, right. I mean. Or they grab an iPhone and do a right, FaceTime. Right. I, I can't tell you that. And the Bible doesn't, doesn't tell us specifically how that transpires. Right. Do they have the ability to go back and forth? Absolutely, the ability is there. Uh, do the fallen angels have the ability to come back? No, they don't, and because they have been eternally cast out. Now, what force God uses to keep them out, the Bible does not say. You know, whether it be other angels that are guarding and so they can't come back, mm-hmm. or what that force is, we are not told. And the Scripture tells us those secret things belong to the Lord. Um, but we do know that there is a force, whether you know, whatever God has set up, whether it be an army of other angels or what have you, that have made them permanently be cast out of uh, of heaven. Now, I'm going to ask uh, a difficult question, mm-hmm. which is, we just did a podcast on forgiveness mm-hmm. that was in the word. Mm-hmm. So what is the reason why God hasn't forgiven the devil and the other fallen angels? Well, the question is, do they want forgiveness? Right. And and, and I can forgive you um, and still not seek vengeance. But the question is, do you want it? Right. right? And, and there's nothing that would suggest that the devil wants forgiveness. In fact, uh, what, the suggestion is that the devil has never given up the fight right, and that he will not give up the fight. Right. And, 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 and similarly, those that follow him believe that they can win. Now, um, the scripture suggests to us that the devil can't win, but that doesn't mean he doesn't believe he can. You know, that's the case. Uh, it's just like um, um, any adversary. If an adversary believes they can beat you, 
They'll keep going. They keep right on going. And so uh, your choices are to keep fighting them or let them prevail against you. And so, uh, again, I'm using human terms and and human thought processes, but we have to appreciate uh, that um, these things are really above what we have been uh, given insight into uh, because we think on a finite plane and, and here we have entities that are infinite. And so right. it's, it's a little difficult really to grasp the entire concept. So now on the, let's talk about with the angels, how is there any way we could recognize one or say, or is there a type of feeling that we would get after the person has left or coming into a, coming into contact with us? Is there anything that stands out or is it so subtle that we just barely, if you're not really paying attention, you would just miss it. I would say even if you're paying attention, you miss it. There's nothing in the Bible, you know, and, and, and there's nothing in the Bible to suggest that you would know an angel just by talking or looking at the angel. Nothing suggests that. Uh, there, there, you, there's no halo that will be over right. the angel's head that you would spot. Uh, there's no indication that you'll see two wings on the angel's back, you right. know, any of that kind of thing. In fact, uh, when you read the scripture, every time an angel... Uh, came into contact with a human being. The human being did not know as an angel until the angel revealed it to the human being that I am an angel. And so the scripture was would suggest that the only way I will know it's an angel is if the angel reveals it to me that they are an angel. All right. So now same thing. So if we're on the we was on the topic of the, the movie The Exorcist and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So now with demons and fallen angels. Is, is it the same thing? We would not know that we was talking to a fallen angel. Yeah, absolutely, you you won't know if you're talking to a fallen angel. Uh, you know, and let's look at the, let's take the movie Exodus as, as a prime example, and right. let's consider what 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 the devil's end game is. Right. Let's say now the devil's end game is to get people to follow him. Right. And, and to re, to recruit. I mean, that's bottom line is that there's a recruiting process going on. Right. Now, if you wanted to recruit me, uh, do you think uh, getting inside my child and letting them throw up and turn the head around <laughs> two or three times? It's going to do the exact opposite. It's right. <laughs> it's going to do the exact opposite. You can't recruit me by scaring me to death. You can't recruit me that way. If you want to recruit me, you have to woo me in. You know, you have to think that following you is more beneficial than following the one I'm going against. And so what does the Satan do? Again, according to the scripture, what does Satan do? Think about what Satan did when he approached Jesus. He said to Jesus, hey, listen, I want you to look out and, and see. Look at all this world. If you would just bow down to me, I will give it all to you. Okay. See, that's not trying to scare somebody. Right. That's trying to buy somebody. Right. And that's the same tactic Satan used today. Now, he's not going to come to us in a way where we know it's the devil talking to us. Mm -hmm. But let me give you some practical examples. You may be working on a job, let's say, and someone come to you and say, hey, listen, if you will help me set this person up to fail, when I get the, the, the next level job, I will pull you up behind me. Right. And you know what they're asking you to do is illegal and immoral, but they are giving you a, a, a reward for being evil. Right. Uh, and so that's how you know that that is something that's being influenced 
by the devil. Right. Uh, because you don't look at the end result. You look at the manner in which they're asking you to do it. Right. And, and that makes perfectly, um, perfectly good sense when you put it that way. Because I've been in scenarios like that and you'd be like, you know what? Nah, that's not. Right. Yeah. And people do it. They, it happens all the time. And a lot of things, a lot of times what people don't look at is they don't look at what they're being asked to do. They just look at the end result and think, yeah, I don't like the person anyway. And so I agree. They shouldn't get the promotion. I deserve the promotion. Right. And so they will yield to um, the influence of, 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 of Satan and, 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 and go against that which they know to be morally proper uh, because or it, it may not even be illegal. It may just be not morally proper. Uh, but in doing that, and that's what Satan does oftentimes. Satan knows us. Let me put it that. He knows us. He's right. been around a long time. So he knows those of us that will not do something illegal, but will do something immoral. Yeah. And then he knows those of us who will do something illegal and immoral. Right. If we think we won't get caught. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, um, we had discussed off air about talking about the other face. Mm-hmm. And um, so for the people that don't know, because mm-hmm. I just I just say your name is Dr. Michael G. Daniels. Mm-hmm. So what is your doctorate in? It, I have a, a doctorate in ministry, actually. There are several types of degrees you can get. Uh, you can get a doc, the doctor of theology, you get a doctor of, of ministry and so forth and so on. Uh, people who want to serve as pastors, get their doctorate in ministry. Uh, it doesn't mean that you don't get theology. You, you still get all that. You still get all that, all, all that, you know, all, all those coursework and, and you, and you still have to, um, get, um, the academics, you know, of, of the old, the new Testament, world religion, things like that. But there's a greater focus on things like counseling. There's a greater focus on, you know, pastoral leadership and those kind of things, because they recognize what you're looking to do is be a leader at, you know, at the church. Um, when, when you get, um, um, uh, deep, you know, um, doctors in theology, those are more or less those degrees. Some of them deal with research, but a lot of them deal with, you know, if you're going to be teaching, you know, those kinds of things. Right. Mm -hmm. So now what about the other faith that the other religions that's out there that how is the devil portrayed in those other religions or is there, does he even exist in some of the other religions? Um, Most religions um, they may not call it the devil, but most religions recognize when well, I'm, I'm in the major, I'm saying the, must look at the major world religions. Most of them recognize that there is a difference between good and evil and it is how the good and evil is looked at. Um, and, and so from that standpoint, um, most of them recognize that there are influences that cause people to go against um, the creator's divine will. And, 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 and so that would be synonymous to what we would call Satan or the devil. Right. All right. So is there anything else that you would like to add to the, um, the questions that I had, you know, about the devil and and demons? Yeah. You know, I would say to people, number one, um, uh, you know, if you're watching a scary movie, uh, and it never happened to you, has never happened to you in real life up until the time you watched the movie. That must mean that uh, the uh, fiction is 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 uh, stranger than fact. So right. so don't 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 buy into it at, at all. Uh, but I, you know I think the the key the 
key thing is this, is that most of us understand what's morally appropriate and what's not. You know, we, our, our, our moral, well, except for a few politicians, most <laughs> of us understand and we, we, we understand, you know, what's moral. And, and, and follow your instinct. I mean, you know, I think Jesus um, said, it, said it best and, 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 and when he said um, the, the second greatest commandment is this. And that you love your 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 neighbor as you love yourself. So I think that's the thing to look at. If you're trying right. to figure out, uh, am I being influenced by a demonic force or am I being influenced by a heavenly force? The question you have to ask, ask yourself is, am I treating that other person the way I would want to be treated myself? And if you are not doing that, there is a strong possibility that you are allowing the devil to influence you. Yes. And one thing's for sure from what listening to you talk is that I am now uh, going to entertain. If I entertain somebody I do not know, they're going to get the world because I have no idea who I am entertaining. Absolutely. It's always good to always put your best foot forward because you never know if that's not an angel looking over you. And here's what you can bank on. According to the Bible, there are guardian angels. The Bible teaches us that all of us have guardian angels and, and some of us realize it because we know the situation we've been in and that we have gotten out of. And then you turn around and that person is gone and you're like, where'd they come from? Right. But all of a sudden they got you out of a, ba- a, a bad situation. And, and, and that's happened to me. I'm sure it may have happened to you at times. And when that happens in your life, you can pretty much be uh, 95, 98% certain uh, when that happens, that was your guardian angel getting you out of the situation. Yeah, that, that has happened where I've talked to somebody and they asked me a, a off the wall question to make me think about something else. Mm-hmm. And I turn around and they was gone. They, they, they're gone. They, they're gone. Or they, they'll protect you in a certain way. And then they're gone and nobody knows who they were, where they came from, that kind of thing. And, that, and that's our Heavenly Father ensuring that you're taken care of. Well, so... There you have it, people. If you had any questions about the devil, listen, um, I suggest you give this podcast to anybody and you get all your and got all my questions answered. So I will uh, for the for the people out there who partake in Halloween festivities, I will repost this episode when all the horror movies are on (laughs) during the month of October. So so y'all can watch it and and not be scared and just have some fun. Great. (laughs) All right. This is your host, C.B. Baker. Till next time.